Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is August 5th and we will be reading paragraphs 1693 through 1700 today. And it is the feast of the dedication of the Basilica of St. Mary Major, a beautiful church in Rome, Italy. And we, are, we just started part three of the catechism, Life in Christ. So we are still in that uh, introductory, introdu- introductory uh, kind of section. And then we'll start, uh, we'll just get into section one, man's vocation, life in the spirit. So we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ Jesus always did what was pleasing to the Father, and always lived in perfect communion with him. Likewise, Christ's disciples are invited to live in the sight of the Father, who sees in secret, in order to become, become perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Incorporated into Christ by baptism, Christians are dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus, and so participate in the life of the risen Lord. Following Christ and united with him, Christians can strive to be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love by conforming their thoughts, words, and actions to the mind which is yours in Christ Jesus and by following his example. Justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the spirit of our God, sanctified and called to be saints, Christians have become the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of the Son teaches them to pray to the Father, and, having become their life, prompts them to act so as to bear the fruit of the Spirit, by charity in action. Healing the wounds of sin, the Holy Spirit renews us interiorly through a spiritual transformation. He enlightens and strengthens us to live as children of light, through all that is good and right and true. The way of Christ leads to life. A contrary way leads to destruction. The gospel parable of the two ways remains ever-present in the catechesis of the church. It shows the importance of moral decisions for our salvation. There are two ways, the one of life, the other of death. But between the two, there is a great difference. Catechesis has to reveal in all clarity the joy and the demands of the way of Christ. Catechesis for the newness of life in him should be a catechesis of the Holy Spirit, the interior master of life according to Christ, a gentle guest and friend who inspires, guides, corrects, and strengthens this life. A catechesis of grace, for it is by grace that we are saved, and again it is by grace that our works can bear fruit for eternal life. A Catechesis of the Beatitudes For the way of Christ is summed up in the Beatitudes, the only path that leads to the eternal Beatitude for which the human heart longs. A Catechesis of Sin and Forgiveness For unless man acknowledges that he is a sinner, he cannot know the truth about himself, which is a condition for acting justly. And without the offer of forgiveness, he would not be able to bear this truth. A catechesis of the human virtues, which causes one to grasp the beauty and attraction of right dispositions towards goodness. A 
catechesis of the Christian virtues of faith, hope, and charity, generously inspired by the example of the saints. A catechesis of the twofold commandment of charity, set forth in the Decalogue. An ecclesial catechesis, for it is through the manifold exchanges of spiritual goods in the communion of saints that Christian life can grow, develop, and be communicated. The first and last point of reference of this catechesis will always be Jesus Christ himself, who is the way and the truth and the life. It is by looking to him in faith that Christ faithful can hope that he himself fulfills his promises in them, and that by loving him with the same love with which he has loved them, they may perform works in keeping with their dignity. I ask you to consider that our Lord Jesus Christ is your true head, and that you are one of his members. He belongs to you, as the head belongs to its members. All that is his is yours, his spirit, his heart, his body and soul, and all his faculties. You must make use of all these as your own, to serve, praise, love, and glorify God. You belong to him, as members belong to their head, and so he longs for you, to use all that is in you, as if it were his own, for the service and glory of the Father. For to me, to live is Christ. Section 1. Man's Vocation, Life, and the Spirit Life in the Holy Spirit fulfills the vocation of man. Chapter 1. This life is made up of divine charity and human solidarity. Chapter 2. It is graciously offered as salvation. Chapter 3. Chapter 1. The Dignity of the Human Person The dignity of the human person is rooted in, this, in his creation and the image and likeness of God. Article 1. It is fulfilled in his vocation to divine beatitude. Article 2. It is essential to a human being freely to direct himself to this fulfillment. Article 3. By his deliberate actions, Article 4, the human person does or does not conform to the good promised by God and attested by moral conscience. Article 5. Human beings make their own contribution to their interior growth. They make their whole sentence sentient and spiritual lives into means of this growth. Article 6. With the help of grace they grow in virtue. Article 7. Avoid sin, and if they sin, they entrust themselves, as did the prodigal son, to the mercy of our Father in heaven. Article 8. In this way they attain to the perfection of charity. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.